Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. We have been talking for a couple of days now about uh, some things that are happening in the culture. We talked about that video of that guy who tried to lure, you know, uh, innocent little kids away from their mothers with a puppy. (laughs) Uh, We we talked about uh, the threat of ISIS here in the United States Mm -hmm. and the fact that the Pentagon has raised the terror level Mm -hmm. uh, to what it was just after uh, 9-11. Hasn't been this high since uh, uh, Mm post-9-11. And uh, just about a culture of fear that we are living in. Mm -hmm. And it is my belief and Dorinda's belief also that uh, God has equipped us Absolutely. to live in this generation mm-hmm. and to be uh, ready for right. whatever comes. Right. And we're ready for that by uh, our walk with the Lord. We get That's ready right. by reading the word. We get ready. Uh, we get ready uh, on our knees in prayer right. before That's the Lord. Right. And, and we're not saying this because we've never felt felt fearful. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Fear is one of the biggest battles in motherhood. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think recognizing it and for what it really is, mm-hmm. which is a lie from the enemy mm-hmm. and going back to God's word mm-hmm. over and over again yeah. yep. is the answer. And, um, yep. because of those hard learned lessons, um, we want to pass those on mm-hmm. because they, they came hard. <laughs> they did. And, and it's not, uh, just motherhood that right. I think, I think we're Absolutely. living in a culture of Absolutely. fear right now. Right. Uh, certainly we're right. seeing uh, fear is used as a, as a, uh, oh. a weapon. Absolutely. Um, it's being used as a weapon against Christians and the mm-hmm. culture at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly it's being used obviously against Christians in other nations who are being targeted for their faith. That's right. Uh, but we want to just point you toward the Lord today and mm-hmm. point you back toward him and walking in right relationship with him. You know, Jay and I have been in ministry for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I first met Dorinda 15 years ago yes. when my husband was pastoring yep. up in Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. Washington. And we have, you know, we've seen a lot of changes Jay and I have in the church mm-hmm. over these last 27, you know, years of being in ministry. He, Jay was a pastor for 17 years and uh, now we do this full time. Mm-hmm. And I have been in the last year or a year and a half. Uh, doing a conference for women around the country called Fearless. Mm -hmm. And it is really beginning to resonate in the hearts of women that God has not created them for fear, Mm -hmm. that we were created to live uh, lives lives of victory, Mm -hmm. no matter what the circumstances we find ourselves in, that God has uh, created us to live uh, victoriously in Him, through Him, Mm -hmm. uh, because He wants the glory. And I want to take just a minute and invite you to join us at a Fearless event. If if you're looking uh, for those conferences, uh, we hope that you will um, subscribe to the blog, and you'll be the first uh, among uh, the people to find out where we're going to hold them. The next one is being held in Indianapolis. What are the dates on that, Dorinda? That is October 2nd and 3rd. Okay, so October 2nd and 3rd in Indianapolis. We will have more information on that, and probably registration is going to be live here, yeah. maybe even by the time this podcast is released. Mm-hmm. So check that out at thebusymom.com forward slash events, and you can find out more about a fearless conference in your area. These events are for women. They're designed uh, to be a day and a half long and it's an opportunity for you to come bring your Bible. Right. It's an opportunity for you to come and dig into the Word of God and see what God has to mm-hmm. say about uh, the time that we're the times that we're living in. That's right. I heard a a, a pastor, uh, and I and I use the term loosely. <laughs> I don't even really like to call this man a pastor. Uh, recently, say that uh, he believes the culture 
is moments away from recognizing that the Bible is no longer relevant. Right. He called it uh, letters that were written 2,000 years ago oh. and said that they're no longer relevant <sighs> to the culture. Scary words. Well, he'll answer for them, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. someday. But I thought to myself, you know, that's kind of what Christians are being told. That's what uh, we're, we're being told. Right yeah, mm-hmm. we're being told that our faith is irrelevant, that God's word is mm-hmm. irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, nothing could be more relevant That's right, right now than the word of God, it, which never changes. Mm-hmm. And uh, women, if you're listening to this, you know, I, I want you to wherever you are, take a look around you, look outside, look out, you know, you know, I talked to a woman the other day that said she listens to us on the treadmill. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you're, maybe you can't get to a window, but if you can, you know, I mean, I'm looking out my window right now and the trees bear witness mm-hmm. to the fact that we have a creator. Right. The the sky, the sun all of out creation. in the sky, all of creation. The Bible mm-hmm. says that if we won't praise the Lord, even the rocks will cry out. Mm-hmm. And women, if you believe that you have a creator, having a creator changes everything. Absolutely. Having a creator changes everything. Don't let someone tell you mm-hmm. that your faith is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Because I'm here to tell you, your faith is not irrelevant. God is not irrelevant. Mm-hmm. His word is not irrelevant. Right. And his mercies are new. Right. Every morning. Well, and in a, in a culture that is quickly changing, mm-hmm. so swiftly, I've never I've never seen such a thing. It is so comforting mm-hmm. to know that that God is unchanging and mm-hmm. His Word is unchanging. Absolutely. We want to talk about grace today a little bit, kind of segueing from fear into right. into a discussion about grace, right. um, because I believe. That there's there's going to need to be and and in fact there is a special mm-hmm. grace over this generation of mothers, absolutely a special grace over this generation of children who are being raised uh, in a culture that has largely turned its back on mm-hmm. on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, let's be honest, absolutely. Uh, and the word grace is mentioned uh, over 170 times in the Bible. I looked up Webster's uh, Webster's definition of grace, and he basically says, you know. He says that the Christians have one definition and the world has another definition. So let's let's consider that we're talking about this as believers, mm-hmm. um, as uh, women who love the Lord. And the Bible talks about grace being God's unmerited favor. That means that uh, grace is God not doing good for us based on something that we deserve. Right. But it's just based on the fact that he loves us. Mm-hmm. And in the Bible, grace and mercy are like the two heads of the same coin. Mercy is God withholding judgment. Mm-hmm. Or evil that we've uh, that we uh, deserve. deserve, right? Mm-hmm. And grace is God giving me a blessing or good that I do not deserve. Right. And another way that you can look at at grace is uh, as as uh, God's sufficiency um, in the life of a believer. Mm-hmm. And I know Dorinda, you've been through a difficult time mm-hmm. uh, recently mm-hmm. with the loss of your grandson, right? Right. And we've had many conversations about this. And tell tell the listeners what how did you experience God's grace in in that uh, in that circumstance? Well, it was about a year and a half ago. Our uh, first grandchild, who was a little boy, and he um, passed away just before birth. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was there was nothing we could do, mm-hmm. and. Um, during labor, actually, right? Yeah, so right. she lost him right labor. at the beginning mm-hmm. of labor. And mm-hmm. so um, that, that's not a circumstance I ever pictured myself in. And had I pictured myself there, I would have thought, there's no way I can walk through something like that. Mm-hmm. And much less, you know, I, I'm watching our, our daughter as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, 
unbelievable the amount mm-hmm. of grace that I mm-hmm. felt. I just, I couldn't even describe it to you. And and I've felt that grace other times in my life, but I, that's the most recent mm-hmm. time. And uh, I, in it was, suffering. Yeah, in suffering and in loss, mm-hmm. because it wasn't like we could get him back. There was no hope of getting him back. Yeah. It was final. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had never experienced something with so much finality to it. Mm-hmm. And that was something I'd always kind of been afraid of mm-hmm. and because I hadn't really experienced it yet. And yet God proved to me that he gives me the grace when I need it. Yeah. I don't get it the day before. That's right. <laughs> right. I get it when he hands it to me and puts it in front of me. Right. Which, what a great reminder mm-hmm. for uh any woman listening That's to this right. to say, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. what might happen to you tomorrow. That's right. God will meet you there mm-hmm. and his grace will be sufficient That's right. when you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you, not before. No. You know, he, he gives it to you when you need it. Second That's Corinthians right. 12, nine says, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. It's made perfect in weakness. And what a reminder mm-hmm. uh, for women, I think, to know that, mm-hmm. that it, you, if you feel weak, Right. Or or even ill-equipped to deal with what's around you. Mm-hmm. You're exactly where God wants you. That's right. He dependent. wants you dependent mm-hmm. on him. And mm-hmm. what it looks like, that dependence is not fear. It's It's actually the opposite of fear. Mm-hmm. It's faith. It's learning to go, you know what? I trust you, Lord. Right. Whatever you bring to me, mm-hmm. you will meet me there. Right. You won't leave me. And that's exactly what we experienced was a, an, an amazing amount of peace that I didn't mm-hmm. think was possible. In the midst of grief, we still felt pain. We still felt the yes. sting of it, yes. the loss, yeah. all of those emotions. But right along with it was this incredible comfort that only mm. God could bring us. There, No human being could ever do that. And so it was very humbling. It was very humbling. And it, it did build my faith. Yeah. And it made me realize that we can walk through anything because God is there. He's with us. He's enough. Mm-hmm. He's he is enough. sufficient. And that is one yeah. thing that through the whole experience was just that he is always good and he is enough. Mm-hmm. He is enough. I had a friend uh, many years ago who said that she called grace God's enoughness. Mm. That I love he, that. That he's enough. He meets me wherever mm-hmm. I am. Uh, and he's enough, and we sing it in church, you know. Right. And I think we're really good at Christianese, right. you know. His grace is enough, Hallelujah, you know. And then something <laughs> bad happens to us, and we're like, and we're like oh, "What do I do now?" <laughs> and uh, we sing it, right? But we don't really know what it means, right? Until the bottom drops out. That's right. I mean, really. And that is an amazing place to be. It's actually such a good place because mm-hmm. God. God proves himself so faithful and you get to see him for who mm-hmm. he really is. Yes. And that enoughness, mm-hmm. God's enoughness is going to be all, it's going to be enough for you. He will meet you in whatever situation that you face. Right. And I think what a great reminder for us as believers in this generation that we can trust God. Mm-hmm. His grace will meet us mm-hmm. where uh, wherever we, we wind up. Uh, you had told me, reminded me rather of a quote, and we were looking it up. We've never heard of this woman. I, I don't <laughs> no, know. You- we're like, is. who said this? Who said I don't this? know. We don't know, but we looked it up. Uh, the quote is, the will of God will never take you to where the grace of God will not protect you. That mm. grace, that enoughness of right. God uh, will not protect you. To gain that which is worth having, it may be necessary to lose everything else. Mm. Wow. Mm. That That's a awesome. woman who understands the grace of Absolutely. God because yeah. she, she's, she's experienced loss. And I don't know she that has. we, I don't know that we really understand grace until we experience loss. 
I agree. You know, I, I mean, we can sing about it. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it. And there's elements of it that we can understand. But that that loss that goes all the way to the very core of your being, whether that's mm-hmm. a, a, a prodigal mm-hmm. child, oh, yeah. um, whether that's the the actual physical loss of somebody, mm-hmm. um, the the a marriage mm-hmm. that didn't. Mm-hmm. end well or mm-hmm. or ended is what I should say yeah. and um, you know just relationships relationships are hard they're complicated and often mm-hmm. they're disappointing boy that's true mm-hmm. isn't it I mean mm-hmm. think about that in your in our friendships we were right. talking about that with mothering mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you know we're done having children now mm-hmm. and I can look back over my life and there was a grace over my life for <laughs> the thousands of diapers that I changed I and all of the sleepless nights and you know what that grace is lifted I know it it's just so true. it just sort of left the building. I don't know where, <laughs> where did you go. Where did you go? Oh, Grace, <laughs> come back to me. You know, because uh, I I think now, oh my goodness, what would I do if I had right. to start all over again? I know, but I know because I've learned this about God. If I were, which I won't, I've had a hysterectomy. So all of you who are like, you don't know, I actually do know. I can say with certainty, <laughs> the uterus has left the building. Um, I think to myself, what would I do? Right. You know, and for this season of my life, if I mm-hmm. were to, if I, if the Lord were to entrust me with another child, mm-hmm. which he clearly is, that's not in his plan for me. Um, but I also know that if I was still this age that I am, you know, I'm 45 now. And if God were, if I still had my uterus and God were to say, I'm going to give you another baby, there would be grace for it. There would be. There would be grace mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case. And I know, I know, know in my heart. And I know that when uh, I was told I can't have any more children and this, you know, this surgery was going to be something right. I was going to face. That door was shut and locked. Yeah. And I remember talking to you about it mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, I wrestled my way through that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a hysterectomy. I didn't right. want to have the issues I was having. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I cried hot, mm-hmm. hot tears over that, mm-hmm. you know, just going really, cause I wanted to sort of, you know, ride away into the menopause sunset, you know, <laughs> I didn't really want to have someone say, and now we'll be experiencing menopause. <laughs> the like, curtain has, right. The curtain has fallen. fallen. <laughs> Look at you. You're old, you know, right. Yeah. Um, I didn't want that. Well, and, and yet, and there was a grace that was there when we were ha- changing all those diapers yes. and we're looking back and we remember that mm-hmm. and we remember, we remember it somewhat fondly. I mean, right. there are, you do, you know, yeah, for the most do. part, you look back and go, wow, those were actually really good days. Yeah, they, yeah were. they were hard. There were hard days, but th- they were good days. And just to know that that is over forever. Yeah. There's yeah. something about that that's yeah. just so final. It is. So there is a grieving involved with there that. There is a grieving. And I think it's okay to grieve. Absolutely. And then move forward in grace. That's right. So go, okay, Lord, we, we're going to move forward in grace. We that's grieve right. and then we move forward with grace. And I think when we learn how to do that as women, because boy, I'll tell you what, seasons, mm-hmm. right? I mean, nobody understands seasons more mm-hmm. than women do because our, <laughs> bodies, sure. our bodies are like seasonal. Woo. Woo. It's more like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> Through right? the season, I know. <laughs> Look at you. You've got a little too much HCG, right? Uh, women know seasons. And right. I think God's grace, you know, uh, I think sometimes we can look at someone and say, boy, I just don't, I don't know how you're getting through that. Well, right. I can tell you with certainty that people who know the Lord right. are getting through whatever that they're, whatever's put in front of them right. with the grace of mm-hmm. God. There mm-hmm. is no other way. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this today and you're struggling, you find yourself in a season of life that just defies logic mm-hmm. and you're wondering where God is, I'm, I want to encourage you. He's right here. He yes. has not left. His word is true. Second Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Hang on to it, busy mom. God will give you grace for today. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.